welcome everyone. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about the Akashic Records and multidimensional reality. And let me just say that I'm not going to get super technical. We'll leave that to another time. And that will maybe require longer video posts. So I'll let you know when this is up, um, because this can very quickly get very complicated. As I'm sure you already know, the Akashic Records exist in higher dimensions than where we are in our physical body. Or at least so it would seem. So there are several <laughs> several problems with multidimensional reality. And first is that it's very difficult to comprehend with the logical mind um, anything beyond, I'd say, fourth or fifth dimension. So if we have a look at the, the purely physical reality that we live in, right, that anyone can relate to, um, so we can say, okay, first dimension is a dot, right? So it's just a point that has no direction, no extension. It's one dot, one cell. It's a, an organism that only has one self, right? Um, and our bodies... Um, consist of cells, so they consist of this one-dimensional reality. Then two dimensions is a line, right? So there is a dot, yes, and there is a vector, there is a direction. So there is left to right or, or you know, right to left um, or what, whichever direction. So there is a it's a line, right? Because we now have one point and a vector of direction. So this is two dimensions. So, for example, our bo bones, well, our bones are three-dimensional, but let's say the flow of uh, whatever blood from one place to another, right? It follows some form of a linear pattern. So it consists of one-dimensional organisms, uh, uh, cells that flow in a particular direction. So this is your two dimensions. When you cross the street from uh, one side to another, you go in a two-dimensional pattern. And then we have three dimensions that include space, right? So now we, we have a cube that uh, has also height. So our physical bodies exist in three dimensions because they have volume, right? So then there are, there is a dot, there is a line, and there is a, a height. So we can have left to right and we can have up to down. And if we can, we, if we connect it, right, all our shapes, they exist in three dimensions. So that's the world that we know, it has volume. It has uh, space, right? It has, uh, um, and <laughs> and and that's where that's where what we see kind of ends. So everything else, everything higher, <laughs> bigger, more dimensional. So we can talk. There are many theories. There are some people who say there are twenty-seven dimensions. There are some people who say there are five dimensions. There are some who say there are seven dimensions. Um, 10, 
12, 13. Whichever model we adopt, well, we have to have a explanation, a reason for that. Seven dimensions would be based uh, on a seven chakra model. Um, 12 or 13 dimensions would be based on the 12 chakra model plus the 13th. Um, kind of that appears where, where the 12 um, are in place. And then the 27 dimensional model is, uh, as you can imagine, a little bit more complicated. But then this requires some sophisticated mathematics. Now, um, we also know the fourth dimension. It was, in fact, um, described uh, by physicists as well. And the fourth dimension is the dimension of time. Because we also exist in time. So we have all experienced the fourth dimension from this perspective, at least, if we take the purely material um, world uh, in consideration because our minds exist in the fourth dimension. We go back to the past, we plan or we project towards the future and so time is that fourth dimension that changes an object. So an object moves along the lines of, yes, forward and back, right up and down, but it also moves in time. And it's very different. Your body now is very different than what it was 10 years ago. All of your cells have replaced. Um, your hair changes. Uh, right? the, someone just told me that uh, he needed uh, to have a drug test for his new job and he used to smoke weed. And he said, oh, I hope they don't do a hair analysis. I said, well, because he hadn't smoked for two months. And I said, well, what does it take longer for the hair to renew? And he said, yes, it takes 90 days for the uh, weed, for, for the drugs, right, to exit your hair. So that's, that is this fourth dimension of time. And then, of course, they talk about the fifth dimension, that is uh, a reality where you know we bring in unconditional love and interconnectedness and then it becomes more and more metaphysical and of course we talk about beings from the uh, seventh and ninth and whatever dimensions and then some schools of thought they will tell you that okay full enlightenment and you know divine union it happens in the 10th dimension or in the 12th dimension, but um, we don't really have very adequate um, words, right? We don't have conceptual <laughs> reality to kind of place it adequately in our understanding. So not to get too technical with that, and probably it's unnecessary also to get very technical, but let's just assume or agree for the sake of the argument that there are many more dimensions that we can physically verify and that we can even explain and 
internalize, you know, rationally understand, find adequate words, terms, concepts, definitions, because yes, there maybe there are 10 dimensions or 27 or 144, right? Because we, there is so much we don't know and that we don't see and we can't verify. And uh, science also makes advancement where they discover that, oh yes, there is, there is so much more, right? There is more that we don't know than what we know. Now, we'll focus on the Akashic Records here, and the Akashic Records, again, in some schools of thought, they'll tell you it's a fifth dimension. Why? Well, because the fifth dimension would be beyond time and space. But at the same time, it will also include time and space. Because all the previous dimensions, you go level up, but the level up, it includes the ones beyond. right? Because a line, a two-dimensional line, it consists of a multitude of one-dimensional dots. A three-dimensional object, it consists of dots, yes, of lines, of vectors, of direction, and it also consists of a volume. And time, as I said, yes, well, it's, it's the object that changes over time, right? So if you go up to fifth dimension, it encompasses and it adds an extra fifth element. But then if you go higher up, all of these points, the one, two, three, four, five, are included, and it adds an extra element. And I think the arguments and kind of discrepancies are really in the area of what exactly it includes, right? How do we differentiate the sixth from the seventh dimension, for example? And since we don't really uh, exist there, uh, at all times, it's a little bit difficult because it's conjecture and can very quickly become theoretical. But um, let's at least agree that the Akashic Records are at a minimum of the fifth dimension and perhaps they encompass several dimensions with several access points. I would place them fifths to eighths, for example. So. Uh, they exist beyond time and space, but looking down from below them, we can uh, access time and space. We can look from a higher vantage point on, for example, past lives or future potentials or, uh, you know, different locations. But there can also be higher realities closer to divine oneness that go beyond even the fifth dimension, much higher uh, states of being that uh, are, you know, completely not constrained by time and space. And so there are models as well in terms of human energy body and chakras. Some people say that, well, the Akashic Records are a dimension of information. And um, even quantum physics would put the fifth dimension as the 
dimension of information. So it's a code, it's, it's information. From that perspective, the Akashic Records definitely resonate with the fifth dimension because information is beyond time and space, right? You can have access to information about the past, about the uh, parallel life, whatever it is. You can go online, you find a website from 15 years ago, you may be in India, you open a website from the US from 15 uh, years ago, that's it, right? You've transcended time and space <laughs> in that sense. And uh, even though you're reading it in a so, three-dimensional reality, but you, you access something that was already written 15 years ago that exists on a totally different continent. And yet by some magic, you are now in the fifth dimension reading it. So here is, here is that magic. As I said, beyond the fifth dimension, it becomes very theoretical, at least for me, it's kind of very vague. Okay, so then we go into sixth dimension, it would encompass that information plus more. Uh, and then we go up, up, up until the great void, right? The divine oneness, nirvana, whatever it is. And then none of, none of the, these trivial things seem to matter. Um, there is one problem with the way a lot of this information is presented. Um, when we go beyond the seven chakra model, for example, there are many people who now work with the 12 chakra system. And often it's presented as linear. You just have those extra chakras outside the physical body. So there is one under your feet there is one above the head and then the rest of them they just go up 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 so we can assume okay so they can correspond to higher dimensions and they are outside the physical body so the higher you go the more chakras you open right the <laughs> the better it is i see one little problem with that in that it presents the higher spiritual reality, the higher dimensional reality, our aspirations as being outside of the physical body, outside the physical reality, right? So you'd go, oh, I need to open my eighth chakra, my twelfth chakra, my eleventh chakra, right? I need to like connect to higher realities. I need to get out of uh, of, of this planet, right? The the physical, the material. I want to access the Akashic records from the eighth dimension. I want to access the divine source up there, but it's always up there. It's it's high up. It's outside the reality of the physical body and of the earth. Do out-of-body experiences exist? Yes, of course. Does the soul exist? Yes. Is everything limited to the material world and what we can see? No, of course not. Are we multidimensional beings? Yes, absolutely. But I see a problem in a linear understanding of this in that we can be tempted 
to imagine that, okay, in those higher dimensions, 5D and up, we have broken <laughs> the chains of the physicality, right? We have ascended. We are no longer limited by our physical body. And that's it, you know, we just go up, 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 and all is love and light. And I'm sure you've met, or maybe you are, or have been, you know, one of those people for whom everything is love and light. But as soon as you get out of the house, it's a problem. And actually, many people who have genuinely accessed higher dimensions and for whom everything is love and light, they are afraid or have been afraid to even get out of the house because it's terrifying. Because when you're smacked down into the 3D beyond the world of love and light, <laughs> it becomes a problem, right? The physical body is very limiting, is very dense, is very heavy. Oh, it exists in time and space. And so then we have all those questions. Oh, you know, how can I make this incarnation my last without doing anything about it? Right? Oh, yes, I just hope this is my last incarnation. So I'll go up, up, up to the eighth, ninth, tenth dimension, connect to ninth dimensional being, connect to the divine, etc. Right? Just to get me out of here. And there is a problem with that in, in that it, it's impossible. You can't escape the, the physicality while you're in it. All those higher levels include the lower levels. But if we only go up, 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 then what happens is we create at those higher levels. It never comes down. So you have lots of visions, ideas, uh, knowledge, whatever it is, and it doesn't come into anything material, right? So you can sit with a bunch of ideas, but you don't physically create anything. There's a lot of ideas, but you cannot make money off of them. You cannot manifest, create, embody. There is anxiety, of course. There is uh, maybe a literal agoraphobia or, um, you know, well, claustrophobia is, is less likely, but you are afraid to go out or out of your house, of course, because it would mean being present, right? And that's terrifying. And I mean a real fear of going out. I don't mean enjoying uh, your, you know, your cell or your seclusion uh, for a time, but a genuine real fear of like going out brings you anxiety because, oh, it's too fast. It's too much. There is too much going on. No, I don't want to connect with people, right? So there is like this genuine tension that starts building up because there is not enough connection to the earth and the body. And so it's impossible. There is a tear between the higher and lower. And sometimes this higher dimensional awareness, it feeds this terror of getting into the body, of respecting the body and really recognizing the magic of the body. So when you know, in terms of the Akashic Records, I think this field attracts 
at least in the beginning, those who really do have a problem with the physical body. And so as we go along this path, we often need to learn the lesson that our bodies are magical, that the truth is as above, so below, that our bodies are a hologram of the whole universe. In fact, our cells are a hologram of the whole universe. So there is a deep, truly magical, indescribable interconnectedness of everything. And that is also a part of the Akashic Records. So rather than a linear model, I've come to see the Akashic Records as... I, w I don't even know how to, how to describe it, like an inter interconnected model, a spiral model maybe, but it's like if you say that, you know, one dimension is present, in every subsequent dimensions, right? The number one is present in everything. So are the Akashic records present in every dimension above and below? It's like, think that the galactic core, for example, right? Our, the core of our galaxy, they say it's a black hole at the center of everything. Well, in our physical bodies, the womb or the Hara Tantien is the black hole, the magnetic attractor field of our physical bodies. In the earth, the core of the earth is that black hole, the center that keeps our known world together. In the cell, there would be a core that keeps the cell together, the processes, the memories of the cell together. And I see the Akashic Records as, at some level, that core, that black hole that exists, yes, at a certain dimension outside time and space, but also at the core of every living being, the memory, the cellular memory, the information, the potential. So sometimes we access the Akashic Records by going up, Sometimes by going down into the center of the earth and sometimes by connecting to our bodies that also have a, an information base and information um, storage that also are a channel of the Akashic Records. So I'd, I've come to see this model of reality as more... Um, intertwined, interconnected, right? Multidimensional in the sense of it happens at the same time, rather than, oh, I just have to like jump out, <laughs> jump out of my physical body, and this will help me connect to the Akashic Records. Well, because of course, I mean, how can they exist at such a gross level as, as the physical? And yes, there is, there is many you know, there are limitations with the physical body. It, it wears out, it dies, it needs to eat, sleep, etc. It can be annoying, you know, it needs upkeep, <laughs> it needs exercise, it can't sleep all the time, it has to be awake, it needs the sun, it needs the light, etc., etc. Yes, at higher levels these things don't exist, but at the same time also think that the Akashic Records exist at the center of every cell of our body. So this multidimensional model, I'd like to see it as 
non-linear. And I don't understand it myself. I can't really explain it to you better <laughs> in, in the words because words necessarily are linear, right? They mean one thing and not another. And there is a part of me that understands it and a part of me that doesn't understand it. And from a linear perspective, the, I'd say that the Akashic records go from the, as I said, from the fifth dimension to the um, eighth, perhaps, and would have different access points. If we roughly focus on the chakra model and we say, okay, so maybe we'll, we'll say there are 12 major chakras, and we'll add to the seven that you know come from the Hindu model. We'll, we'll add energy center below the, the feet or just under the, the physical feet, just above the head. Um, and chakras either above the, the physical body or and the spots in the physical body, like shoulders, for example, and uh, in the belly. Either way, um, <clears throat> we'll associate higher dimensions, um, you know, five and up, with chakras. So let's say the fifth dimension would be associated with the throat chakra. And the throat, I know that, you know, in traditional model it would be connected to communication and information exchange. But actually, in my experience, it's the energy center that stores information. I'm sure I spoke about it several times. So our throat chakra from the energetic viewpoint is processing information. So when you read or learn things you're engaging that energy center and then you know you fill up the brain yes we kind of see it as as you know the the storage of information but it it enters like those um frequencies of information that in raw information as code it starts at the throat chakra. So one of my teachers always, you know, used to say, oh, you know, don't fill up your throat chakra. Don't fill up your throat chakra with information. Just, you know, meditate. <laughs> Just receive it. Don't fill up your throat with information. So not to fill up the head, but the throat, because it begins with the throat chakra. And I would say that this is the first access point to the Akashic Records. When we start working with that field, <laughs> whatever it is, right, the, the, the field uh, that includes information, that fifth element, the fifth dimension, that includes the Akashic Records and, you know, the, just the, the pure code that information is written in, as if there is like a fine field, you know, around the planet Earth, 
And as I said, in your own bodies, in the bodies even of plants and animals, there is some substance that records information. So we, we kind of, we access it. That's where we begin. That's why they, they say, you know, when you work with the Akashic Records, we'll just start moving the energy. Just start saying or writing. It's much easier to read the Akashic Records for others than for yourself, for example, because people will start asking you questions. Oh, but what is this person's relation to me, for example? And maybe you'd be like, well, I have no idea. But I, the first thing I'm getting is um, a soul connection. And I, I'm getting that you had past lives together, and actually more than one. And you start speaking, and things just come through, and your logical mind goes like, oh, the hell am I saying? But the person on the receiving end is, you know, excited beyond belief. Yes, yes, it all resonates. Oh, yes, he said this, he said that. It makes sense what you're saying because uh, of this and this situation, and it all, it all makes sense. It all connects. It's so amazing. So there is that first access point where we access the, th that field, the, the records, through accessing information. But I also believe the Akashic records extend higher up. Like, for example, our guides and our teachers, uh, let's say ascended masters, the high beings. Now, the angelic level is much higher up than the fifth dimension. We'd pl I'd place it from the sevens to nines, depending on which model we operate from. It's higher up. There is less and less personality, less and less differentiation the higher up you go in dimensions, because it starts including everything that's underneath it, right, to a dot, it seems that, you know, another dot is at the other end of the line. To a line, all the dots <laughs> are the same and etc. Like to you, for example, those one-dimensional organisms in your body, they are part of you, right? Those cells or bacteria in your gut. But to them, they are a universe of its own. They are an intelligent organism to a cell. A cell has a biological clock, it has a microcomputer, it has, you know, its life cycle, it's, it's a being of its own. But to you, in, or at least to your body, right, in the three dimensions, oh, it's all one. So imagine if you are in dimension eight, well, to you, all of this is one. Even the, let's say, separate human bodies, oh, yeah, but they're all part of a bigger organism. So that's one way of seeing those disparate dimensions or very confusing, like, you know, what's the difference between six and seventh and eighth dimension? Well, the higher up you go, the more unified your view of the dim dimensions below is. And then eventually at the top, it's truly all one, but experientially, not intellectually. Yes, maybe intellectually we understand it's all one, but it's experientially one. It really is one. It's like having cells in your body, recognizing their magic, but experiencing them as one, because you are in the physical body, you are one. <laughs> yeah. 
So that's one way maybe of understanding those dimensions. So in the Akashic Records, there are higher levels beyond information where we can also experience more of that oneness. These are the levels of ascended masters and enlightened teachers that you can also meet through the records and also receive information and guidance. But then at those higher levels, the Akashic Records become less of an information field and more field of divine intelligence. So, for example, if you go to the records to find out about very specifically, like, I want to know, I don't know, did I live in this country in my past life? Right? And if so, when was it? Like, whatever I can find out, who was I? Then it makes little sense to go very high up because it won't be a field of information any longer. And they will most likely tell you, who cares? It doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> Why do you care about those past lives? It's all, it's all one. Enjoy being. Enjoy the divine presence, which will be true and uh, which will hopefully be true for you also at some point. But if I need to go and find out about past life, right, it won't be much help. So I need to go a little bit lower and find about that past life. But then at, you know, another time when I feel depleted and disconnected from spirit, I might benefit from going to that level, to that higher level up. Let's call it the eighth dimension, right? So like from above the crown of my head, I go to the, what some people call the, the, the seat of the soul, right? Or the, the soul star chakra. And I enter the records from there and I reach a pure divine presence where truly it's like I'm above above the clouds. I'm so high up on the mountain that I'm above the clouds. I'm above even past lives. I recognize they don't matter. I'm all in oneness and being and bliss. And I just am. I can just be there for an hour, right? And it's completely blissful. It's amazing. It, it transmutes all of my cells and DNA. But I suppose there is a time and place for everything, right? And then you go down into the third dimension and you have to drink water and eat food because you are still alive in the physical body and are hoping to stay alive for a while and do something practical because that's, after all, why you incarnated. Otherwise, you'd still be up there in the, in the eighth dimension. So there is a little bit of a dance here. Um, as I said, there... I see some danger in taking or, you know, viewing it in too much of a linear fashion, like, oh, higher up is better, lower down is worse, <laughs> right? Well, it, it, it's, it exists. It's, it's there. And the magic is that sometimes we can't tell <laughs> which is which because as i said a cell can be a model of the whole universe and so theoretically speaking a cell can also have all of these multiple dimensions it's kind of one dimensional but then it has etheric signatures and a mind of its own and it's time coded and it's pure magic 
and so there we are. So it's more interesting, I suppose, to see this as a hologram, really, as a hall of mirrors, multiple reflections, you know, multiple dimensions coexisting at the same time. And the logical mind, it it's out of the window, you know, as soon as you go into that, <laughs> into that field of logic and reason, <clears throat> they're, they're not, they're stuck. Um, so for practical purposes, what, you know, what's the point of even talking about multiple dimensions and the Akashic records? Well, number one reason is you cannot do much or really receive much from the Akashic records with a logical linear mind. That mind belongs to the fourth dimension. Yes, it can travel past, past, present, future, but the Akashic records exist one level up. So the logical mind um, does not uh, go there. There is, then the second point is in information, interplay with information. From the access point, as I said, of the fifth dimension, if we equate it with the throat chakra and information, then there is a dance between, okay, the energetic throat center, um, to communication, talking, uh, information moves on um, expressing it, moving it somehow, so maybe writing, automatic writing, or you go into the Akashic Records with a recording device and you just start speaking whatever comes to your mind, making a promise that I will uh, think about it later, but now I just start talking. And also that there is some interconnection between having a library of images or a library of knowledge and how much you can gather from the Akashic records. Meaning, for example, when I was learning to work with the Akashic records, I received information first. So information about soul groups, right? Or information about um, mission or energy centers that we work with in each given lifetime. And after receiving that information, so first the logical mind was fed, then I would go into the Akashic Records and ask, does this belong to this category or the other category, right? Is this energy center of power or communication or earth connection or whatever it is. So there is a relationship between how much you know, how many mm, images, right, you have, how, how much knowledge you have and what you can gather from the records. It's kind of if you come in completely blank, you don't know what to look for. At higher levels, you can come into the Akashic Records, receive the same, perhaps, knowledge and 
information, but your mind wouldn't catch it. It can be wonderful for healing the physical body, a connection to source, non-verbal reception, right? You, you just go, you feel bliss, for example, or you've, you allow the high beings to work on you or the Akashic Records open you the gateways like to connect to high beings, other dimensions, and etc., etc. But it's not so much about information. Maybe you don't know so much with your physical mind, which is wonderful. Right? It depends what you want. If somebody asks you, well, can you go into my Akashic Records and find out about my business, right? Does it have, let's say, dark energies directed towards it? Is somebody cursing my business? Well, you can go high up and find all love and light and, and beauty and all is fine, you can send that to the business or ask, well, how can I best send it to the business, right? But then you need to fluctuate between the dimensions a little bit. But maybe more specifics, like who is it and why, you'd need to go level down to the level of, of information. And that, of course, you'd need to know the basics of what a business is. <laughs> Well, hopefully everybody knows it, but you, you see what, what I mean, like we need to have some concepts at least to receive information in, into the physical uh, body. We can go to the tenth dimension, theoretically at least, maybe for a second or for two seconds, um, but what we will recognize there, how we will experience it, that is one thing, but how we will translate it will depend very much on how much information we can process and uh, process through our body, right, through our uh, throat chakra. So there is this kind of multidimensional, you know, interplay of, of the Akashic Records, and that's why I believe they exist like on multiple planes. But uh, for us, most of us, know them in the fifth dimension and then maybe higher dimensional guides would come in to advise us to lead us to maybe take us up for a while so we can be nourished and uh, our souls can be fed and then i personally do believe that um, it's very healing to to go up to go up beyond information beyond uh, knowing and even words and just to hang out in higher realms because it just opens us up to that reality, right? That is beyond anything we can think or, or imagine. Um, and especially if you want healing at a very deep level, like a healing for the soul, for the heart, for, you know, for it, it is very healing, to go higher up because information it can be easily hijacked by the mind right and it says oh yes so this is right this oh my goodness I was an asshole in my past life so so that's terrible or I was a really good person in my past life from those higher levels um, there is the kind of advantage is that when your mind doesn't have an adequate uh, word or image or concept for it then 
this whatever you receive it just goes directly into the body into the energy system into the cells um, so we play a little bit with with all of it we go um, into the higher realms we translate into the lower realms we implement it into the physical body but at the core of it the Akashic records and really nothing is fully separated from each other it's not um, you know like on some different plane altogether it's all interconnected as I said I personally believe that at the core of ourselves we also have access to the Akashic records in fact there have been channelings um, where high beings said specifically that the Akashic records are within the earth they are at the center of the earth at the core of the earth and outside at at the higher levels so they are not separated from the planet they are indeed a part of our planet and the gateway to the Akashic records is through the core of the earth not up 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 there so I suppose yes my point uh, was magic <laughs> magic and the connection to this you know multiplicity multi-dimensional reality that we have and recognizing that no matter how many dimensions we say we are we say we have right or how many dimensions we travel in or which which dimension let's say the akashic records are and the important part is that you know it's not a linear structure we are going up in vibration and we recognize that our world is not linear linear model is two-dimensional reality right we're not linear we're not linear beings in our thoughts in our emotions nothing the mind may be logical and linear or was trained to be but the reality is not and there is no such thing as you know better <laughs> higher is better lower is worse they are interconnected the records have a gateway through our own bodies in fact we cannot separate higher dimensional realities from our own bodies and we can access the records and receive the wisdom through body wisdom which is also much older than the mind wisdom and as I said even the gateway to the records can be said to be both within the center of the earth and above above the earth right so the gateway to higher dimensions is actually through lower dimensions if you like or lower frequencies so it's it's like a circle right everything is is going in circles and spirals and uh, and patterns you know that are definitely not linear so there is a huge risk ultimately in you know considering that oh if i could just go out <laughs> go out of my body <laughs> and disconnect from my body and everything is going to be fine and uh, higher dimensional reality is definitely going to help me if I don't integrate it in my it's only in my body it's only going to make it worse 
the higher dimensional, let's say you always ascend. And, you know, because of the work, sometimes I get people who tell me the strangest things. You know, I got a soul merge at the eighth dimension and can you fix it? Or the, the I, I don't, I, I can't even repeat. There's lots of, lots of very interesting things. But in the physical world, these people are completely clueless, right? There, there is a serious breakdown of body, mind, nervous system. And that higher merge at the eighth dimensional level, it, it doesn't help, you know, it's horrifying. You need to go down, down from the eighth dimension, down. And uh, but so they oh you know there is like the at the eighth dimension there I've seen attacks against me and there was a soul merge that happened and now I cannot unmerge it and um, so it there is a very rich life I'm not saying it didn't happen I'm saying there is a very rich life up there but there is nothing down here there is it's very fuzzy the the body the mind the nervous system starts to disintegrate right they can't sleep they they have nightmares they they can't eat or they eat too much the the body disintegrates and they want to heal the eighth dimension well but you are already 90% of your energy is in the eighth dimension you, it's crucial to come down if you don't want to you know completely disintegrate mentally at least right or maybe you know have a debilitating physical disease so <laughs> the AIDS dimension is the last place you need to be thinking about but it's a coping mechanism right because it's so easy it's so fast it's so um this this happens sometimes but you know then it's very difficult to bring a person down it's very difficult to convince to say that look what where you really need to go is the third dimension and spend at least a year of daily practices in the third dimension and then 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 you will see <laughs> then you can return to the eighth maybe but it's crucial it's urgent to go down not up but the gateways to those higher dimensions they actually start at the bottom right when the bottom is is rocky you can't really go up it creates a horrible distortion tears between levels between those chakras so it's also a word of warning in this sense that you know we can't it's impossible without the danger to our body and i know it also from my personal experience it's not just the others there is a danger of going up very quickly in vibration without anchoring it in the physical a tear is created horrible anxiety um you know whatever like men, you know mental health problems follow because there is a, this awful disconnect so also think that there is a root that every cell that your own body holds a gateway into the akashic records that the core of the earth holds that gateway remember to go down down first and then go up seeing the world in this more circular fashion okay i will uh, say enough for the day <laughs> I think I've talked enough. So until next time, I'll leave you with something to contemplate. Many blessings. <laughs>